Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Good evening, everybody. I'm Cheryl Besner, your love style coach and your matchmaker, and as well host of Solo in the City and here on CJAD. Tonight is a very, very exciting night. It's something that I have dreamed about since I started Solo in the City, and CJAD 800 now, tonight, has made it possible for me to bring you a studio audience. You're right here, part of the action. Now, one one thing you have to know is the show was actually recorded yesterday. We asked people, solo in the city people, to come on down to the studio on the corner of Papineau and René Levesque and be part of what I love to call the quickie. And we all know what those quickies are. It's a lot of fun packed into a short period of time. We got to love those quickies, right? And it's kind of in keeping with what I always say about a first date. A first date should be 45 minutes, and that's around how long our lunch hour is going to be as part of a routine that we're going to do every single month, bringing you down to the studio because it's part of the motto. Get up, get out, get social. And this is what Solo in the City is all about. This show is about you, your voices, your experience, and sharing with each other. It's why I created the Cupid's table. I'm your Cupid, I'm your matchmaker, and we get to talk about love at this very moment. So tonight, I am so fortunate to have Bad Pete Marier joining me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Bye. Nice to be back, too. Hi, it, Cheryl. <laughs> it is nice to be back. You were actually on the show not too long ago. That's right, yeah. We had we had a quickie together. We had a quickie together. And you know what? It really was fast, too. It really was. <laughs> Four to five quick. minutes. That, yeah, okay. Well, this one's going to be a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And the beauty is we also... Good. <laughs> we also get to have a little munchie. So this is a mixed mingle and a munchie because we have a little meal that was actually sponsored by Cafe Depot Le Village. They came down here and they provided something and as well as that beautiful meal that we're sharing together, we are also getting tonight to do a tasting and we are going to be tasting a beautiful bubbly rosé from Luc Belair. It's from Provence and it's compliments of the Kolonaki group. So why we pop a cork and try that here in the studio, I hope at home you're sitting down nice and cozy this Saturday night, pour yourself a glass of wine and then come and listen to the show. Settle down into your couch, pour that wine and with us, raise a glass and toast being Solo in the city, right? Solo in the city, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. There we go. You see, there went the pop of champagne. So we're all going to try this champagne. And in the meantime, tonight's show is all about dating dilemmas. And what I want to do is take the dilemma out of dating and make dating fun. And every show, what I ask is for people to participate by writing in. You can reach me at any time at Solo in the City, right on the website, you can email me at info at solointhecity.tv, or I have a hotline. Did you know I have a hotline, Pete? Yeah, I did. one you 844 did. Oh, you're good. Solo. No, 
844 Solo. 844 Cheryl. <laughs> no, no, no. 844-744-SOLO. And I'm here for you to answer your questions. Just like I do every show, we open up the show with an Ask Cheryl question that came to me through one of my social medias, right? Yep, got it. Yeah. And we're going to do that tonight as well as open up the floor to you. You're going to get to ask your questions. So, And if you want to be part of this, by the way, next month, you can do that. We're going to do this on the first Friday of every month. Right now, though, I do want to go to the inbox. and sure? uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to read a question that came in. I'm dying to hear this <laughs> you question. Are, I eh? really am. Absolutely. All right. So this is from Carol. And she wrote, Cheryl, how soon after a divorce or breakup is it okay to start dating again? 45 minutes. You- <laughs> Why wait? Why would you, honestly, why would you wait? Well, you might want to wait for a number of reasons, especially because you're saying, well, after the divorce, okay? So the divorce is a big one. So sometimes we have to take care of our house first. And when I say that, I mean our house, meaning ourselves, you know, our hearts, our minds, and also possibly our children and settle them yeah, down. Yeah, but there's a lot of time to do that when you're going through a divorce, though. Well, no, but you're, you are doing that. But sometimes, you know, the one thing... Pete, after a divorce, it really does take time. Is there down? I'm not divorced. So well, you know, know what? But. So here's the thing is there's no set rule about how long to wait until you start dating. The fact is this. Everybody does it differently. Some people do. They just go charging out and start dating because they just want that connection. They want to. As somebody in the audience right now is like knocking the other person going, yeah, that's me. Okay. So you go charging out and you just want to start dating. And other people, and those people though, usually go back to a reset at some point. Other people take the time to settle themselves down. The, the thing is this, at some point you have to decide what are your boundaries, what are your standards, and how do you want to style your love life and, and make it work for you. This is about you. And that's what tonight's show is all about. We are here at CJAD. Solo in the City has a live studio audience enjoying a fantastic... <laughs> A fantastic mix, mingle, and munchie at our quickie. Right, Pete? You got that right. Absolutely. So I, I'd love to know what some other people think about this. I, let's, let's ask somebody in the audience um, what sure. they think about uh, dating after divorce. Who wants to speak first? Uh, oh, good. There you go. <laughs> How much rosé did you have? You're not this shy. Is, this is, that, that's this the is, reason we have the rosé, by the way, so you can all loosen up. What's your name? Diana. Hi, Diana. So I like, I, like Cheryl, don't think there is a set rule for how much time you need. Uh, it's going to be different for everyone, but you need to take the time to fully close out one chapter before entering into the next. And even more so, that space in between events is where you're able to find your truths, your answers, and your wisdom. So however much time that means for you to close out one chapter, create that space for yourself before entering the next is what it is. So it's personal. It's completely personal. We're all individuals. We all you know what? The love one. can't wait. Like, well, wait. But, or, but here's no, the thing. No, is, never mind. You know, dating can't wait. Well, well, dating can We're wait We're getting older. Sometimes. We're not getting younger, well, you, Cheryl. It's, I know, but it, it depends on what you want also from your dating life. Do you want to just go out there and date and have some fun and make some connections? That's great. Look, my motto is get up, get out, get social, right? I'll bet you if you uh, put up your hands, who wants to do that immediately? Oh, see, oh, well, wait a minute. oh, wait a minute, but four hands went up out of a group of uh, 15, 16 people here, still, right? Okay. So I'm wondering um, how you feel about that. You know, you can write to me right now on Facebook and tell me what you think about 
dating after divorce or breakup. How long should you wait? Do you think you should wait? Do you think there's a time limit? I don't know. So let me ask a couple questions from the audience. Do you have a question? Um, Put your hand up, anyone? Angela? Okay, who's had the second most amount of rosé today? (laughs) Is is your name Angela? No. What's your name? Jessica. Okay, Jess, what do you have? Can I call you Jess? Yeah, you can call me Jess. All right. Um, Question. Okay, a question to ask? Yes. Um, When do you think it's time to kiss after, like, is it time to kiss after first date? Oh, okay. Good describe, question. describe kiss. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, like a Montreal two kiss, cheek, strangers do that. So describe kiss. Sorry, an intimate, a warm kiss. A warm kiss. Yeah, a warm kiss. Like All right. A, I don't. A wet kiss. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, a you know, French kiss. You know, that first date is 45 minutes or under. So usually we're doing possibly a nice, interesting kiss on the cheek. Thank you. And if you, only if you want to see that person again. And then what you do is say, hope to see you again. Give them the little kiss on the cheek. It's Quebec. That's what we do here, at least. And then move on. But no more than that on a first date. I have a six-date rule, which I'll explain to you at another I'm time. I'm dying to hear that. <laughs> you are, right? You yeah. are. We are going to continue with Dating Dilemmas here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you miss any part of tonight's show, you can hear us on SoundCloud. Solo in the City, CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Vesner, your love style coach and your matchmaker here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. We are talking tonight with a live studio audience that we recorded yesterday during a quickie down and Papino on our lobby studio yeah. and Pete Marier is here joining me. Pleasure to be here. We're having fun too. We are having fun. We should, we should do this every week actually. Well, we're definitely doing it every month. The next okay. time is going to be December 2nd. If you want to be part of the studio audience, come on down, enjoy a lunch, compliments of Cafe Depot, Le Village, and as well... This Cupid's Table, this is where we talk and get to the heart of the matter, right here at Cupid's Table. And it's always sponsored by BeMyGuest.com, the fantastic new dating app. And by the way, at the end of this show today, people here in the studio audience are going to get a chance to learn and use this dating app. It's uh, all about finding an activity and a person you want to do something with and then inviting them. So everybody in the studio audience, stick around after the show and meet up and find out how to use it. You at home, you can do this too. It is free right now. Get on to BeMyGuest.com right now. So let's get back to Dating Dilemmas because that's what the show is all about mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, so I think we have um, somebody actually, we were talking about dating after divorce and how long it takes to get out and about and... We have different people who have different viewpoints on this, but tonight I want to hear from a guy. I want to go to that gentleman over there, Richard, I believe is his name. Richard can always be reached. Richard can always be reached. <laughs> right here. Except now. Except now. Now you don't call now. Well, yeah, but now is Saturday night, and you will be free, Richard. What's your question? My question is, the big tough thing for me in dating was my two teenage boys. How do I approach telling guys... Uh, 16 and, and 19 that 
I want to start dating. How do I do that? Right? Do I just start going out? Do I leave them at home by themselves? Do I? How do I approach this? Like, what's the way to tell them? Well, I think it is a good question. Yes, great question. It's a very good question. And there's two parts to that question, and I just want to address it to you. Number one is the fact that you're taking them into consideration is great. But at the beginning, when we're just starting to go out dating, they don't have to know every time that we're going out with a person because we also, on the second part of this, have something to teach our kids, and that's how to be in a respectful relationship. And, you know, there's two sides to being divorced. People who come from that perfect nucleus family where it's mother, father living at home, they don't see how we start dating. They don't see how you um, end a relationship. This is something we get to show our kids. So one thing I can tell you is whatever you're doing, do it where you're being an example to your kids. And I really do believe that until you're in a serious relationship and you know that this is something you want to go somewhere, keep your dating life separate. You know, if you're divorced, you actually or normally, and not always, often have those nights off where the child is going to the other parent. Use those nights to do your social socializing. And then when there's somebody special, then bring them into the fold. Because you don't want a revolving door for your kids, right? Does that sound right, Richard? Mm. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You're, you're shaking your head, right? <laughs> it's, uh, your name is Rowie? Rowie, yeah. Rowie? Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely shaking my I, I have young kids. I have four young kids. I'm, my oldest is 14. My youngest is five. And I've been divorced for five years. So um, definitely it's a, I, don't, I haven't brought anybody into their life yet. I mm-hmm. did for a very short amount of time, and it, it was very difficult. So uh, I definitely agree that take those days that you don't have your kids because the kids are curious, and they actually ask me from time to time. They go, are you seeing anybody? Because I see you answering the phone. Is, Who is it? Somebody you're dating? And I'm like, no. I'll tell you when the time comes that you should be aware, but I agree with you that it's an opportunity to show them how to be, how to start dating and be respectful and how to do that right, for sure. You're raising your kids well. <laughs> I hope so. Well, no. I, yeah. Yes, we will find out. Time will tell. But, but, you know, that is the positive side of being from a divorce. I can tell you a funny story uh, very quickly. My son, and here I was at this point, I was writing my blog, 365 Days to Find Love. I was just getting ready to come on air hosting Solo in the City. And my son had gone out with my ex-husband and a girl he was dating for a while and didn't tell me. And I, I said to him when I found out, I said, how come you didn't mention it to me? You know, because we talk about everything. It's okay. You can share. You don't have to hide things. And he said, well, I wanted to hide it from you, Mom. And I said, why? He goes, well, I felt bad because you don't date. And I, <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, sweetheart, I write a blog about dating. I do date. But there goes the proof of the fact that I kept my personal life quite private from him. But he wanted to know that I was okay, too, that I wasn't sitting home alone by myself night after night because our kids do want us happy. This is what tonight's show is all about. We are at CJD 800 in the studio with a live audience. <laughs> having, having one big quickie. And Cupid's table, which is what I always call the table where we sit around normally two guests talking about our love lives and sharing the love. Tonight we get to share tables with a whole group of people and talk about dating dilemmas and to take the dilemma out of dating, right? So let's try and see if we have some more questions from Solo in the City. Coming. Come share it with us. What's your name? Hi, my name is Angela. And my question is, some people, after a long relationship, didn't go out, didn't date. It's been a while. Things change. Times change. Femininity. Um, 
what do you think about masculine, feminine in today's generation and how things evolve and change and how a person that didn't date for a long time, going back into a new world of dating where rules and things changed and chivalry is different. Okay, so we're talking about chivalry, right? Okay, I love Thank that. You. And and it's funny because we actually had somebody write in and I was going to reach uh, read their question tonight and it was from a man and the man was saying that he goes out on dates all the time I think his name was Matthew actually if memory serves me right and Matthew asked I went out on a few dates with people the younger generation in their 20s they don't like it when I open the car door or help them on with their coat they think that you know it's very sexist it is interesting because the younger generation on the whole seem to from the people I talk to feel that way Yet when I talk to people who are, I would say, 40 and up, they like the chivalry. And I can tell you, I like it. I want to be treated like a woman, and I will treat the man like a man. And I will say this. Most men, even the younger generation, and from this person who wrote in, you hear the same thing, he wants to treat a woman like a woman. And to him, and I taught my kids the same thing, Pull out the chair for a woman when she sits down. Open the car door. Help her on with her coat. These are really beautiful little things in which you can say, I care enough and I appreciate your femininity and I want to show it. So I think eventually we can turn back the clock because you know what? Um, we don't have to not be feminine and be strong. Okay? That's a very, very important thing. As women, we can be strong and still own our femininity and let a man be a man. Because if you ask men, they want to be the man. They want to treat you. What do you think about that, Pete? I, I, you know what? I'm so glad you said that, Cheryl, because um, all the 20-somethings today have to learn some basic manners. It's yeah. just, no, it's true. <laughs> and it, uh, it pisses me off sometimes. It's, I'm uh, with you. It's just about being polite. And for a 20-something-year-old, a 20-something boy or girl to say, well, that's sexist. You held the door open for me. is absolute BS. Kid, you don't know any better, and you were poorly raised. You know, my, my I, son... <laughs> but I agree with you. My son yeah, no, goes, I agree, and I agree with you. Okay, my son goes to an all-boys school, and one of the things that they do is if I'm walking down the hall and a kid doesn't open the door when he sees me coming, the school monitor will say open the door for that lady Good. you know yeah i think we do have to teach it and by the way it's something to know also in the business world right when it comes to business people look for manners you know table manners i mean absolutely yeah it's half the interview it is so, it is i mean yeah. how we present ourselves is half the interview so to answer your question i agree and how do you feel about that do you agree with that philosophy oh or this could be interesting you, you are in I your 20s want, after wanna, all I just Don't want to know if you me. agree. Ah, almost 20. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. And I think it changes from a country to country. I think 100%. especially in North America, it's very different than in Europe. And I think a lot of people, uh, I'm in human behavior uh, specialist, and a lot of people ask me that question, and it's very hard to answer because people coming from different backgrounds, and you said uh, it's – basic being basically polite mm -hmm. to the other person it's courtesy i, I agree i think you're right well, and I the think world needs more of it so 
Well, and yeah, and let's get back to some old-fashioned basics because you know what? Yeah. Those basics are where we came from, and we should be true to those basics. And I, I don't think that anybody gives up anything as far as being a strong individual by holding on to our roles and, for women, our femininity. I mean, we own that. We should own that. And don't be afraid to put it out there. I want to continue ask, answering all these dating dilemmas. We are talking right now with a live studio audience here at CJAD 800. Remember, if you missed any part of tonight's show, you can hear this on SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook. And remember, this is supposed to be fun. The show is about relating, dating, and mating. Tonight, we're sharing it with you. And if you want, send in your letters to us at info at solointhecity.tv. You're listening to Solo in the City here on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your love style coach and your matchmaker. We are here solo in the city with a live studio audience here at CJAD 800. This show is so much fun because exactly what I envisioned is happening. We are all talking and communicating and sharing. So, you know, what, Pete, I want to stay on this chivalry question because I think it was a great thing uh, that was brought up. Yes. And I want to continue and I want to get some male perspective and I also during the break was uh, approached by one of the members who one of the solo in the city members who came up and told me a funny story and it is a funny story actually so let's start off with Carlos though. Carlos hey Carlos hey how you doing Good. so it's very important what you were saying right now about uh, feminine uh, being feminine I think uh, us at uh, fittingyourdress.com we have a program about empowering women and I know that uh, by the way, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a contributor for FitInYourDress.com, and I love the concept. And we love what you do with us, by the way. Thank you, because it's all about fitting in your dress, not somebody else's dress. And that's, that's exactly the key here. What we believe is that to be a woman, to be a woman that's empowered, doesn't mean that you need to become a man. Mm-hmm. So you, you can be a woman and be empowered being a woman, and that includes being feminine. And that, I think that's what's being missed now in this, in this generation, in the, in the 20s generation right now. And it's important to bring it up front and, and, and mention it. And by the way, I've noticed that, you know, when I go out and, and, and do that and then I, you know, open the door or somebody in their 20s, they, they, they find it weird. But after a couple of times, they love it. They like it, right? Yeah. And, and it, it makes you feel good to do something nice for the woman, right? It's chivalry. Yeah, because you know what's, what happens sometimes is if we don't put those two things together, then what I find is a lot of women complain about the fact that the guy doesn't treat them right. They don't treat them you know, with the, with the respect. And what they're missing is they are kind of saying, I'm your buddy, I'm your equal, so you do your thing, I do mine, and that's what happens. So we've kind of blurred the line here when it comes to male-female roles in, within that heterosexual type of relationship, that is. We're equal, but we're still men and women. That's right. right? And I know Thanks. I like to treat my man like a man, and I want him to treat me like a woman. Um, I, I really want to hear Fanny. I want to go to Fanny because she told me a story, and I thought it was priceless. This just happened to you yesterday, right, Fanny? Hi, Pat. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm great. 
I'm great too. Um, okay, so yesterday I was in a, at an, an event and um, this guy, like he held the door open for me and I was like so impressed. I was like, wow, that's refreshing. A man that leaves the door open for me. And he said, uh, yeah, it's, it's my job. I'm the valet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Come on, so that, that's priceless, I, right? I, I, I took it, but you know, she, she believe maybe is dead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I have a way, um, I, I, I do believe that sometimes when we want our partner or the person we're dating to know how we want to be treated or the things that we would really appreciate, we can do it without beating them over the head, right? So that, for instance, is something that I usually address if I start going out with somebody. I actually did this with my boyfriend. Um, around our third date, we went out and he didn't open the car door for me on the, the previous date, because the first date I drove myself, second date he was actually driving me home. And he didn't open the car door. So on the third date, I just looked at him while we were having dinner and I brought up and I said, just casually, I looked over and I went, so what is it that a woman could do that would make you feel really appreciated, really great? And he told me the answer, it doesn't matter what that answer was, but here's what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 no. This is a second date. I have a sixth date rule, okay? Seriously. But, but here's what happened, and this is what I want you to all think about, is I just knew that the next question would be, what is it that you love? And my answer was, and I took a pause, so I had to think about it, but I knew exactly what I wanted to say, and I went, let me think. You know what? I love it when a man opens my car door for me, oh. right? And he just looked at me and goes, well, I do that, right? And I went, I'm no. sure you... No. Not tonight. I'm sure you do. And guess what? We left and he opened my car door and almost one year later, my car door is still open. Even if it's pouring outside, he opens that car door for me. So... <laughs> So, so the thing is, you don't have to beat them over the head either. You can do it in subtle ways. That's how we get our message, by just putting the suggestion out there. Men love suggestions, right? Yeah? Richard's saying yes, right? I love suggestions. Most of the time, they go right over my head, but I try and, you know. You're listening to Dating Dilemmas right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 with a live studio audience. Part of our monthly quickies. That's that 45 minutes, a whole lot of fun, packed into a short amount of time. And by the way, these quickies that are, we're going to do every month are sponsored by Café Depot Le Village as well. We now have a sponsor for wine every time we do this from, <laughs> yeah, Luke Belair. Luke Belair is going to provide champagne for us every time. So now, back to my Cupid's Table, sponsored by BeMyGuest.com. You have something to say, Corinne. Yeah. So, uh, Cheryl, I, on, a, on a funny date, I have to mention, I was on a date, and um, this guy says, you know what, you're a powerhouse, uh, you know everybody and everything, and I go, yeah, but this is my time now, right? Okay. And then this guy is like, you know, like he's saying funny things, we're laughing and all that, but the guy's like hitting me and like, like you know, like punching me, like meaning... Oh, you, you got it, right? And then I'm like, like yeah, yeah, that's pretty strong. You know, like... Uh, you were rubbing after, your shoulder? Yeah, I was rubbing my shoulder. And I was saying, you know, like, talking about chivalry, you know, like I was saying, 
I'm a woman. You're talking <laughs> to a woman. I want to be treated like a woman. Yeah, you know, and that, bang. And I go, whoa. <laughs> so after 45 minutes was too long. Like I, I literally had That's to That's why you do 45 minutes or under. That's it's, it. It's, that, that, it's it like was, coffee. Yeah, and, exactly. Oh, it was like the 911 press text to whoever would answer the text and say, call me now. There's an emergency. But how do you handle that? Do you tell the guy, like... Seven, I know you're gone, like well, get lost. You, well, first you know? of all, one of the things that we can establish on that day, well, on a day like that, you might just want to get out without any future dates. But if you're interested in this person, that's what, something that they're doing. I would possibly put my hand on his hand and went, and just like put it down. So you're establishing some kind of connection with a person too, you know? So did you go on a second date with this guy or what? <laughs> well, yes, no, I did. Oh, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and today I'm engaged to him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you honest? I, oh, well, like, I saw the ring. <laughs> so my shoulder hurts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. You just <laughs> no, no. held up an engagement ring. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we have something to celebrate here and raise um, our champagne? Do you? <laughs> Oh, I think we do. She's blushing. All right. <laughs> well, congratulations. You can still be part of Solo in the City because one of the things that I want to say here is this is about dating. And I'm going to say it to you right now, Corinne. Date the person you're with forever, right? Everybody who's in a relationship exactly. knows if you want to keep a relationship going, make it great. Date that person forever. Make time for each other. Share with each other. Make them feel special. And date. It's very important. And that's why, you know, we have so many people here at Soul in the City who are people in relationships because they want to spice it up. I mean, I, I work with couples, actually, that just want to change up their love life and style it love style coach here um in a new way and freshen it up pete what do you think about something like that freshening up your love life got to keep it zesty you got to keep it fresh and alive you got to hit reboot every few hours (laughs) uh no but you do and uh there's there's still magic that can happen after you've been with the same person for 20 plus years you can go on a date if you haven't done so in a good month or even two or let's be honest six months with your, your significant other, your spouse, your wife, or your husband. It can be quite magical, um, you know, if, if, yeah. especially if you find the right setting, which we've talked about before, and that's a whole new episode. We're actually going to get to that with the KISS calendar because it's all about keeping it simply social. We're going to talk about what's going on in this city, as I always do, because we all know it's all about the KISS. Remember, if you have any dating dilemmas, you can reach me at 844-744-SOLO or you can write to me at info at solointhecity.tv. This show is all about you. And tonight, it's all about your dating dilemmas and the things you want to share right here at Cupid's Table. I'm Cupid. I'm your modern-day Cupid. I kind of threw away the wings, took on a 61 caddy to get me around, and I want to help find every heart a home right here on solo in the city on cjad 800 you're listening to solo in the city with cheryl vesner on news talk radio cjad 800 I'm Cheryl from Solo in the City right here on CJD 800. And now it is time for one of my favorite parts of the show. It's about puckering up. And I'm here with Pete. Pete, we like to pucker up and kiss. 
Sure. <laughs> so this is all about keeping it simply social. And I always like to spread the love and tell about things that are going on in this city this coming week. But instead today, what I wanted to do was talk about activity-based things, kind of like what Be My Guest is doing on their app. We're going to get to check it out after the show and learn how to use it. And I want to remind you at home, you too, right now, you can go to your computer or download the app on your phone and start inviting people to activities that you want to attend. So the perfect little date, not a quickie, but an actual date. So the KISS calendar this week is all about activities. So the first one that I want to talk about is if you love to cook. Pete, do you like to cook? Love cooking. Absolutely. Me too. So... <laughs> Yay, a man who cooks. I love him. We love a man who cooks, right? Talk about chivalry? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Atelier de Saveur, it's in the old port. You can go down there, be part of, they usually do around 10 to 20 people. Ever go there, Pete? Can't say I have, no. It's fantastic. So you go into a kitchen, you put on an apron, you all cook together. Then you get to go off into another dining room, sit down, and enjoy a meal. They do cooking classes. They also do mixology classes. And as well, they do wine tastings, kind of like what we're doing here tonight with our Luc Belair uh, bubbly champagne. Another great thing, if you like art, whether you are good at it or not, but if you like art, learn to paint. So in Decary Square, there is a fantastic art studio. It's called Art Eboul. Hervé, he's a master. He makes you so comfortable. And it doesn't matter. It's just about starting. It's like starting to date. You start, you create one layer and another and another until you get the perfect painting to hang in your house. That's the way art is. That's the way dating should be. And then the running room. There are at least four locations around Montreal. If you are a beginner runner or if you are an expert runner, you get to join a group. They have several runs a day, and everybody runs at a different pace. So there is no pressure to keep up. They usually divide up into five or six groups, but it's social. And at the same time as possibly meeting somebody, you get bonus, you get to exercise. Now, Pete, we've been talking all night on dating dilemmas on Solo in the City. We've been talking with our live studio audience, and we were talking about chivalry. So I know that uh, Heidi wanted to share something with us, because remember, that's what this is all about. It's about sharing our views about love and relationships. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Pete. Hey, Cheryl. Hi, Heidi. I wanted to say that I wish chivalry would come back. I lived in Russia for 10 years, and the men were so chivalrous there. They were macho, yes, but they were also chivalrous. And I could never get away with carrying my own bag, opening a door for myself, opening a car door, closing, uh, closing a car door. And it would never happen that a man would not open the car door, hold out his hand, and take you out of the car. Or even a complete stranger would help you off the bus. They would hold out their hand for you. So I came back to Montreal after 10 years, and I'm in my car on a date. Uh, I'm in the passenger seat, and I, we get to the destination, and I'm just sitting there. And I'm waiting, and I'm wondering, when are they going to open the door for me? <laughs> and I just waited, and they did not. They did not open the door. I had to open the door for myself. Finally, a Russian man came along and opened the door for you, right? I'll tell you yeah, later. I know. So I'm going to tell you how to handle that. The next time, if you're in a relationship, and, and it's long-term, if they forget... I once approached the car, and they ran around the car to get in the other side, and I just stood there. And then I smiled, and I gave a little flirt wink. He came running back around the car, and he opened it up. Didn't forget again. <laughs> so that's how to handle that one. 
I love giving these little dating tips. Uh, they're, they're so much fun, and they're so useful. Now, another question. Roby is back. I am, I am. Um, I have a question. I said before I have uh, four young kids, and uh, I'm neutered. I am not planning on having any more kids at all. Um, uh, and I often, get, I often get the question, people are like, what if you meet the woman of your dreams and she wants to have kids? So my question is, that, well, I don't think I'd get beyond date two and not inform her that I'm not planning on having kids because I think at my age, it's an important factor and it's not something you, you don't lead anybody on about that. Um, and that's something, but to, so my real question is, what point in a, in a dating scenario do you inform somebody of this important, important factor? Wear a T-shirt. <laughs> it's all, it's yeah, all about yeah, saving say, time, say, man. I'm, right, wearing, can, I'm wearing the kilt, but I mean... Are you just saying, um, Pete, that it should say fixed with an arrow or Absolutely. something? Absolutely, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, shooting blanks. Shooting blanks. <laughs> there are a number of ways of doing it. Well, that's, that's one question. way of doing it. They did actually something like that in one of the movies with Richard Gere. He was wearing all these T-shirts that kind of spoke to women. So here's the thing. The first date is definitely not it because, first of all, you want to find a connection with somebody and to see if you want a second date. This is a very intimate part of you, and, and it's very much defining how you want to live the rest of your life, right? So I think it's about waiting till you've decided that this is something that is of real interest. But a lot of times, especially for a woman, they will let you know in, in some way, shape, or form within the beginning of a relationship what their intentions are. Most of the time, you're saying you're 41, most of the time women in their 30s who have never been in a relationship, not always, and things have changed, want a child. And they will bring that up at some point. And that's when you tell them. If you think that there's emotions that are really starting to connect for you and for her, then it's something for you to share because you don't want to find that you've really started to attach to each other and then have to drop literally the bomb on somebody. It's, it's a biggie and they should know it. But you know what? I would say for you, assume a lot of women in their 30s are going to want children and you should let them know. Rory, you can get but not on the second, too, Not eh? necessarily on the second uh, day. You can, yes. I mean, that, that's not the plan. Okay. You have four kids. You're not having five, right? You know, this has been so much fun, and I haven't been able to get to everybody here, and I wish I could, because this is what this show is all about. It's about sharing and sharing ideas and, of course, sharing my advice, because this is what I do as your love style coach. But, Pete, I want to thank you for my joining pleasure. me. This it's has fun. been so much fun. We've been sharing the love together, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to... Thank all of you for sharing your stories. And remember, you can share your stories with me, 844-744-SOLO or at info at solointhecity.tv. Like us on Facebook. If you're the fifth person this week, we have Solo in the City keychains. If you like us on Facebook, we are going to send you one of my keychains, and then I'm going to help you put the key to your heart on that. How do you like that? Wow. Yeah, because matchmaking. Well, I can definitely try. You know, that's what us matchmakers do. We try and give every heart a home. Pretty good. Pretty good, eh? Anyway, next week, by the way, it's self-defense. I'm being joined by Katrina Thompson. She is a patrol officer and a speaker, as well as by Ron Tyson. He is a psychologist. We're going to be talking about how to keep your heart safe right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Good night, everybody.